0: What is up, friends? And welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, January 4th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I am here with the one, the only, DJ Sammy Caps. How you doing tonight, buddy? Good, man. How you doing today? Doing pretty good, yeah. Uh, We have a nice five-game slate for you guys today. Uh, Pretty quick. Um this is our first episode mind capses first episode of twenty twenty two How do you feel about that? I know last time we were on it was uh we were one of the last for the
1: last year yeah no it's like i said it's crazy how twenty one went by so fast and i'm pumped to hopefully give you guys some good advice for twenty two and let 's make this a good year yeah, I like it I like it and
0: yeah, let's You know what? Let's jump right into it. We have a five-game slate here for um, everybody. The first game, uh, we have two at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time kick, uh, tipping off, then one at 7.30, one at 8, and then a late game at 10.30 p.m. Um, but we should have most of the news in before that first tip-off, hopefully. But let's jump right into it. First game on the docket, we have the Memphis Grizzlies on the back end of a back-to-back taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, for an injury report. I will read the Grizzlies previous injury report. Uh, they had Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks, John Kinkar, De'Anthony Melton, Xavier Tillman, Zaire Williams, Shaq Buchanan, all out in health and safety protocols on Monday. Uh, most of those guys, Brooks, Melton may come back. Everybody else should still be in there, um, but we'll see what happens with that. And on the Cavs side of the ball, we have on the injury report, uh, Isaac Okoro, Chetty Osmond, Ricky Rubio, Kellen, Colin Sexton, all out, and Dylan Windler as probable. Uh, I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the Grizzly side of the ball? And we don't have a spread yet, so that's why I didn't mention it.
1: Yeah. Um, it's hard. Uh, I think other than obviously Ja, I'm looking at Steven Adams. He's 5,500 tonight. He's been getting almost 30 minutes a game. And in the last two games, he did double-double. Um, so I think he's a good value play for tonight. And I think he could post another low double-double, maybe 12 points and 10 boards. Um, I'm also looking at Desmond Bain. He's at 6,700. And he's been on a scoring tear lately. He's As long as he keeps his minutes up, I think he could stay around the low 20s and even break maybe the 30 mark again. Um, and then the last guy I'm looking at is Jaron Jackson Jr., Triple J. He's at 6,400. And he's been scoring in double figures in his last eight games. Um, and he also posted a couple double-doubles in there, too. So I think those three guys could definitely help us for tonight. But what are you looking at, Santino?
0: Yeah, and I like that. Um, for me, I don't think I would go too much John. this matchup. Uh, the Cavs are just very solid defensive teams. So 9,700, even on a shortened slate, probably won't go there. Desmond Bain is, is getting pricey at almost 7K. Uh, but with so many guys out on the wings, he has to play a ton of minutes so many extra shots for him. I don't mind going there. Uh, I don't think the upside is huge in this matchup, but I think he's, he's solid to bring back value or near value in this one. Um, I do like Brandon Clark a lot. 3,800. If Kyle Anderson is out, that's extra minutes that he's going to play at the four. Um, And with Xavier Tillman out, that's one less body he has to contend with at the five. So he's going to be the primary backup front court option. Uh, And anytime he's getting 25 or so minutes, which I, think he can get in this game uh that's very nice and under 4k I, I really like him here so he's probably my favorite play uh especially value play on this team and i'm gonna leave most of it most of it alone um killian tilly is a guy that i look at at 3300 just because i mentioned two other front court options out uh, he played 24 minutes in the last game 20 before that uh 27 so three times He's hit 20 minutes or more in the last four games. Uh, so I'd keep an eye, eye on him, but I don't think there's huge upside. I, I'd rather just pay for Brandon Clark. Uh, that, that'll be my favorite play on this side of the ball. All right, uh, let's jump on over to the Cavs side of the ball, man. What are you looking at over here?
1: Yeah, um, I only really have a couple guys. I'm looking at Laurie Markkinen, 5,900. Uh, he's really been up and down in the last 10 games, but I feel like they've been leaning on him and Kevin Love to produce, and especially tonight. Um, So I look for him to get over 30 minutes again and at least score in double digits. Um, And then I'm looking at Evan Mobley. He's a little more expensive. He's at 7,100, but he's been averaging 14 and a half points with eight rebounds and almost three assists uh, last month. So the month of December, Um, and he's even in contention for rookie of the year. And I think he could definitely help the Cavs tonight against uh, against the Grizzlies. But who are you looking at? Yeah, and this front court has been amazing
0: uh, with Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, and Kevin Love has been awesome the last handful of weeks, two weeks or so. Uh, just been crushing it. Lori Marketing been pretty solid as well, but not to the other guy's level. Um, I don't mind looking at the front court. I do like Mobley having the cheapest of the value. Uh, <clears throat> don't mind that. If Darius Garland is playing and he's not wasn't on the injury report so he cleared everything if his conditioning is okay and he's up for 40 minutes because they have no point guard i think that's a solid value i prefer him over jaw uh but i just need to see the pregame reports i know if you're missing a little bit of time you have to see the conditioning i didn't miss too much so i don't think his conditioning is down but it is definitely something to keep an eye on um i'm looking at dean wade also i think he might draw the start. there is a hole with no okoro no uh Shetty, there's a hole in the shooting guard spot. Dean Wade might draw that star at 3,200. I would like to take that chance. I think you can. Unless they start two point guards and put um, Garland over at the shooting guard position, then maybe Brandon Goodwin or Kevin Pangos starts. I'd prefer Goodwin. But I think Dean Wade likely draws that start, and I, I kind of like that uh, on a bigger lineup. Uh, or Dylan Windler, one of those two. Uh, that's where I'd be looking at to see for cheap, cheap value. Um, but, yeah, besides that, I don't mind looking at Garland and, and Mobley as well. All right, man, let's jump on over to the next game of the night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the San Antonio Spurs taking on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, we don't have an in- uh spread for this one either, uh, but we do have an <clears throat> injury report. For the Spurs, we have Devontae Kaycog, Zach Collins, Doug McDermott, D- Jante Murray, Lonnie Walker all out and Keta Bates-Diap is questionable. On the Raptors, we just have Goran Dragic, David Johnson out, and Isaac Bongo as questionable. I'll throw it over to you. Uh, with Murray again looking like he's out,
1: what are you looking at on this
0: Spurs side of the ball?
1: Yeah, um, actually a couple value plays. Uh, With Murray out, I'm looking at Trey Jones. He's 3,800, um, and I think he'll pick up the slack again and get at least 30 minutes. And I look from the score in double figures and possibly get almost 10 rebounds in this one. Um, cause I think the last game he was close, he had maybe eight, seven or eight, I want to say. Um, and then Brian Forbes, I'm looking at as well, 3,900 and with the Spurs, it seems like having so many players in the COVID protocols, I think he could, uh, he could really have a good game tonight. Um, he could break the mid, uh, twenties in minutes, maybe 22, 25 minutes today. And I think with him being at 3,900, he gives us some good value for that price tag, but what are you looking at? Yeah, I like that. And uh,
0: without Murray, I'm looking at similar guys. Um, <clears throat> Derek White, even at 7'2", I think becomes in a solid spot. Uh, he's going to be playing a lot of minutes. He runs a lot of the offense. If you look at his last five games, seven or more assists, and seven is the low. Uh, and uh, In each game, he has two games of double-digit assists alone, uh, and that's <clears throat> not including the scoring that we know he could get over 20 points, he's done that twice in the last five games as well, uh, so I really like Derek White in this matchup, uh, Devin Vassell Trey Jones are two solid value plays for me, uh, if Murray does miss, I don't know, if he, maybe he clears tomorrow and, and this is all mute but um, if he doesn't, those two guys I really like, especially Lonnie Walker is also questionable, uh, opens up even more minutes for those two reserve guards there and I really like it, and Jakob Pertl at 6100, <clears throat> I think this is a solid matchup for him, Toronto plays smaller now now that they're fully healthy, I've been seeing it, Siakam usually gets the start. Uh, maybe they'll go with Burke to match up with Pirtle, but their best lineup is Siakam, OG, Scotty Barnes, um, Gary Trent, and Fred VanVleet. And Pirtle has a big size advantage in that one uh, weight-wise against Siakam, so I do like that. And at 6,100, I don't mind taking a shot at him as well. Um, <clears throat> and I will jump on over to the Toronto side of the ball, and uh, I'll take the lead on this one. We have a few guys priced up now. Barnes to Van Vliet are 8K and above. Uh, Siakam has been, uh, got a tickle in my throat. Uh, Siakam has been playing awesome since he's come back. So has Fred Van Vliet. Uh, Four straight games, Van Vliet has over 54 fantasy points. Two of those were since he came back from protocols, two were before. uh, He has been awesome. Siakam is in the same boat. Three games since he's come back. 50 or more fantasy points uh, he scored 28 25 and 20 actual points with tons of rebounds <clears throat> tons of assists in those three uh this is a very good matchup for both of them i don't mind spending up here uh a lot more i would spend up a lot more in this game than i would in the last game there's just a lot to like at the top um og is a very solid value at 7k um, <clears throat> and gary trent jr is still pretty solid at 5'8. that's likely where i Stop it. I'm not going to go chasing any of the big centers options or anybody else. Uh, I think now that ev- they're healthy, the main guys are going to play a ton. And I think this is just a fantastic matchup, especially without Murray uh, to take some Van Vliet. Siakam can cause Pirtle some some uh, problems out there, but uh, I, I
1: do like those guys. And I hear a little puppy in the background. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Frankie was uh, getting you off your roll there because you, <laughs> you were on a nice roll over there. No, but- I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i agree i'm i scotty barnes he's eight thousand, but he's reached double digits in his last 13 straight games um even with og back in the lineup he's played 30 minutes so i think he's definitely i i would be trying to put him in my lineups he might be too expensive for some other people um but i do recommend him for sure and i'm agreeing with you as well with og i think he's definitely a. I i think he's a good um uh what's the word a good value. Uh, he's gotten over 30 minutes in the last two games and has scored 26 points and 14 points in each of those games. And like I said, even with Barnes emerging, I think OG is definitely good value. Those two are, I think, would be the best bet. Santino?
0: Oh, ah, uh, I was talking and my m- mic was muted, so I did not realize <laughs> <laughs> no one was saying anything. And then you said something. I was like, yeah, I'm talking about the game already. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. So we will jump on over now, now that my mic is not muted, now we will jump on over to the next game on the docket. It starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Indiana Pacers at the New York Knicks. Um, yeah, you can hear me now, right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> Just you're double-check it.
1: All right, yeah, awesome. we to go.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> on the injury report, we have Goga Batatze, Malcolm Brogdon, Chris Duarte, Isaiah Jackson, Jeremy Lamb, Karis LeVert, Keelan Martin, T.J. McConnell, T.J. Warren, all out. For the Pacers. And the Knicks have Nerlens Noel, Julius Randle, Derek Rose, Luka Samanick, Wayne Seldon, Denzel Valentine, who just got traded and then released. Uh, and then Kemba Walker all out. Jericho Sims, Mitchell Robinson cleared protocols. They are questionable. Um, and obviously protocols, anything can change by tomorrow. So certainly keep an eye on that. Uh, but we'll start with the Pacers, man. Uh, with
1: everybody out what are you looking at on this side of the ball? Yeah, even with everybody out, I'm still looking at three three guys here. Um I got Justin Holiday. He's just under 5k at 4900 and I think he's really a steal. Um just been based on how he's been playing lately, he's gotten over 30 minutes and even close to 40 minutes uh in one of those games and he's produced and scored in double digits and I think he can really help uh, Sabonis tonight against the Knicks. Um and I'm also looking at Miles Turner. 6,800, he's played well, especially with Sabonis. And I really look for him to do it again uh, with them being the two big men uh, out there tonight. And then the last one, Dwayne Washington Jr. He's at 4,000. And I would actually really check uh, Chris Stewart's status um, because it seems like Washington has been getting more minutes and playing more with Duart out. So if he is out, I look for Washington to, to be pretty much a steal of the night. Um, and especially if he gets the same minutes as last time out, we expect him to like, we expect him to, um, I think he could get another 20, 15, 20 points and a couple of rebounds. Um, so I think definitely look for Duarte and if he's out, try to get Washington in there. But what are you thinking? Yeah. And they have,
0: uh, Duarte out as of right now, uh, still in protocols. So unless he clears it, he, he will be out. Um, and there's just so many guys out on this roster right now. I do really like to pay up for uh, Sabonis. He's going to run this offense, a very solid matchup. He's playing against mostly backups in the front court. Uh, Noel Randall already out Robinson still questionable. So a very, very good matchup for Sabonis. And he has three straight games over 53 fantasy points. So uh, under 10 K love Sabonis. I like him more than uh, the other guys we started in, in, in that nine over nine K in the other uh, the first game, um, so he would be my top choice there. But yeah, Dwayne Washington Jr. You mentioned him only four K. Uh, he's played both last two games over thirty minutes each. Uh, he has twenty one and twenty seven and a half fantasy points combined. That's some solid value. And that first game he only shot three of fourteen. Uh, does he's not getting as many assists as a starting point guard should get? But if he chips in a few extra assists, that's really solid value there. Uh, Torrey Craig's another guy I'm looking at. Um, he has the potential to blow up. He did it in the other game, 10 and 11. Uh, When he's getting a ton of minutes, he's going to be force-fed minutes here. Likewise with O'Shea Brissett, they should be force-fed some minutes. Uh, And I don't mind taking a chance on him, but Dwayne Washington, um, much easier to swallow knowing that he's going to get a ton. And Sabonis, I'm just going to pay up for because he's going to be, he might get a triple-double. We know he can when he he has the ball in his hands this much. And uh, let's jump on over to the next, Team, uh, I'll jump on this one. We have the Knicks. We have most of the people out again. Uh, Randall, Rose, Walker, Noel, among the few. Uh, Mitch Robinson may not play. If he doesn't, then Taj Gibson's going to draw another start under 4K at 37. Makes a lot of sense. We know Tibbs will play him as as much as he he can. Um, Obi Toppin is now 5,200 after a very, very good second game on the starting lineup, 19, 6, and 6. I still think that's very cheap. Uh, I don't think that's expensive enough for Obi Toppin, who should see 30-plus minutes in this one. I know he didn't in that first game when he got his first start of his career, uh, but this is different, and he should. he's going to be force-fed. Without Randall, they need his offense in there, so I really like him. Uh, R.J. Barrett I don't think is expensive enough at 5,600. Uh, we know he can still blow up. I really like a lot of the value on this team with no Rose, no Randall, no Kemba. Uh, that's just a lot of value. And you're playing against mainly backups in the other, on the other side of the ball, outside of Sabonis, Turner and holiday. Uh, the other people don't start and holiday doesn't really start much either when everybody's fully healthy. Uh, so they're playing mostly backups. So I don't mind attacking RJ Barrett at 5,600 as well. Uh, Fournier, I, I prefer Barrett over him. Um, but Taj Gibson, Obi Toppin, those guys are going to be in my lineups. Um, Emmanuel Quickly, 4400 That's a solid price tag, too, for another guy. Um, if if Mitchell Robinson does play, um, I'm not going to touch him or Taj Gibson, and I'd rather just go Toppin, Barrett, and Quickly. But um, how about you, man?
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I have pretty much the same thing. I have Barrett Fournier, and the only other guy that I really have that I don't think you mentioned is Quentin Grimes. Um, he's at 3,800. He had over 20 points in his last game and scored 13 points, scored 13 points with one rebound, two assists, and even had four steals. Um, I think Fournier might steal some playing time, but if he can get, uh, even 20 minutes or more, I think Grimes can put up a solid stat line for his price tag. I like it. All
0: right, man. Let's jump on over to the next game of the night at 8 PM Eastern standard time. This is the second to last game. Um, actually, before I do that, I want to let everybody know that we have a brand new daily partner, uh, daily fantasy sports partner at Sportitos, Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ethos when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100 plus either two or four free game tickets this year and play. Um, pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your prop hits. And the players with the most points at the end of the night sheer, get a share of the nightly prize money. It is an awesome app. If you haven't checked it out yet, do be sure to do so. Uh, you will not be disappointed. With that said, now let's jump on over to that second-to-last game of the night. The Phoenix Suns taking on the New Orleans Pelicans at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Pelicans are on the back end of a back-to-back, so we don't have an official injury report for them. Uh, but we do for the 6— my must said Sixers. Pistons. We have DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> Jay Crowder, Frank Kaminsky, Javal McGee, Abdel Nader, Dario Saric, all out for this one. Uh, and on the Pelicans, they had Brandon Ingram did play on Monday. I would assume he's probably not going to play a back-end of a back-to-back after missing a few games, uh, so I would put him as questionable. Kyra Lewis, Didi Lozada, Thomas Sadaransky, Zion Williamson, all out. And Jay Val came back on Monday as well. So he's probably likely to play. His wasn't an injury. Uh, he was in health and safety. So uh, that should be the injury report for them. And
1: now I will throw it on over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the Sun side of the ball? Yeah, I'm really I'm looking at Bridges. Uh, Mikkel Bridges, he's at 4,800. He scored in double figures in the last two games. And he's played almost 30 minutes in each of those games. Um, he's been really up and down this year. But I think with his price tag being right under 5K, he should definitely be a good value for tonight. Um, I'm also looking at Cameron Johnson, 5200. He scored in double figures in the last 16 games, and he's gotten almost he's gotten over 30 minutes in the last two. And I think tonight he can make it a 17th game in a row to where he gets maybe 15 to 20 points. Um, and then lastly, I'm looking at Jalen Smith. He's at 5500, and I think he's really taken advantage of the opportunity that he's been given with Aiton on the sidelines. Um, he scored 19 points in each of his last two games and even double-doubled in his last game with 12 rebounds. Um, but who are you looking at, Santino? Yeah, and Jalen Smith, it's still, the guy's been churning out value. So
0: as long as Aiton and McGee are out again for this one, which they are currently, uh, Jalen Smith is a great play at 5,500. If one of those two guys comes back, uh, if McGee comes back, I like McGee. If Aiden comes back, um, probably not going to have shares of any of them. But uh, Chris Paul is another guy I really like at 7-4. I think that's just a solid price tag. He's been playing really well the last uh, handful of games in points-wise. <clears throat> he has, in three of the last five games, he has over 40 fantasy points hitting value there. This is a very good matchup uh, against a fast-paced Pelicans team that's not the greatest on defense either. They, they do a lot of running and, and gunning. Uh, so I'd like Chris Paul to take advantage. And it's a revenge game. His first team. Uh, so I really like this matchup in New Orleans uh, for Chris Paul, Jalen Smith just really locked solid. And you mentioned um, Mikhail Bridges at 4,800 on uh, campaign. Those are two solid values as well. They're playing really solid basketball at the moment with so many people out. Um, then I'll jump on over to the other side of the ball, New Orleans Pelicans. I don't believe Brandon Ingram is going to play. That's just my uh, gut feeling right now. He came back on Monday. I don't think he's going to play a back-to-back this early after missing uh, about a week with the Achilles soreness, but that's an Achilles injury. That's not something you're going to want to throw someone back-to-back their first game back. So I would expect Brandon Ingram to play if he does. If he, I mean, not play. If he does play, it will change things a little bit. I'm not going to have exposure to him either way, uh, but that would change how much I like uh, a Josh Hart uh, or a Herb Jones. I really like Josh Hart with without him, uh, even in this matchup. Every time he's gotten the opportunity for extra ball handling and facil- facilitating and playmaking, uh, he's been taking off. Sixty-six hundred is still far too cheap for him. Uh, three or four out of the, or five of the last, uh, I can't count. Four out of the last five games, uh, he has over forty fantasy points. He has a high of fifty-seven in the, in those games. Uh, without Brandon Ingram, he's gonna probably get a flirt with the low-end triple-double again. I would say about. Uh, we know he can rebound. Uh, five-plus assists there. He's been hitting higher end sometimes. Uh, And then he can score some points. So uh, mid-teens, that could bring back 35, 40 fantasy points again. And at 6,600, I think that's cheap. Uh, Herb Jones is a guy I just like, um, the way he plays basketball. And at 4,600, I think you can take a chance on him. Um, That's probably where I'm sticking. Walker, Temple, Graham, uh, they're all going to get extra opportunity in J-Val, but I don't want to test them with this
1: matchup. Now how about you man? Yeah, I mean you just kind of touched on uh Walker Temple, but I think in my in my opinion I think if Brandon Ingram does sit, we can add Graham to that list. Um just cuz he's been getting 30 plus minutes and I think he's been taking advantage of it. So if Ingram is again out like we think he will be, I think Graham would he'd be a nice a nice fit at the guard spot for 6K. Right, I like it. Uh, Anything else? Anybody else you want to touch on on the Pelicans or would you like to move on? Uh, No. I mean, I just said NAW and Garrett Temple. And so we kind of already touched on it. So I think uh, let's go to Kings and Lakers.
0: All right, buddy, let's do it. Uh, And that is the last game of the night. The Sacramento Kings taking on the Los Angeles Lakers at 1030 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do have a spread for this one right now. A whopping 232 and the Lakers are seven and a half point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Anthony Davis, J. Huff, Mason Jones, Kendrick Nunn, Rashawn Holmes, King, Lewis King, uh, Jameis Ramsey, Robert Woodard, Jameis Quetta, all out. And then there's Terrence Davis, questionable, LeBron James, Avery Bradley, as probable. And yes, I did break down both teams at once. Figured I would try something new. Um, but that said, what are you looking at on the
1: King side of the ball? Yeah, I'm looking at... Uh, mainly two guys, uh, Harrison Barnes, fifty seven hundred. Um, his scoring has been down lately, but I think as long as he's getting thirty minutes, he'll definitely get out of that funk um, and turn it around. And I think especially with them playing against the Lakers, they're gonna need him to score. Um, and then I'm looking at Tyrese Halliburton again. I feel like I'm looking at looking at him every week or every time we cover him, but even at seventy three hundred. Um, he's double-doubled in seven out of the last eight games, and I think he could be close, if not have a low-end double-double again for tonight. Um, but who else are you looking at, Santino?
0: Yeah, and um, I'm looking at. Uh, I think now everybody's price tag dropped down a little bit. Halliburton Fox they're dropped down to where it's more respectable, and I don't mind looking at both of them in this particular matchup. Uh, the Lakers just give up a ton of points. Their defense has just been very, very bad. Um, both of these guys are hitting value in both matchups against the Lakers this year. Uh, Halliburton's averaging nearly 38 points per game, uh, and Fox is averaging uh, 43 points per game in in their two matchups against the Lakers this year. And at at 7-3 and 7-1, I don't mind taking that shot. Halliburton's getting a lot more playmaking responsibility, even with Fox back. He has four straight games of double-digit assists. Love to see that from Halliburton. Uh, So those two guys are certainly in my player pool. Uh, Damian Jones. He was a former Laker. Uh, right now, he's drawing the start for uh, Rashawn Holmes, and he's been awesome. Uh the last four games, five games, you can even say, uh, three of those last five, he has over 27 fantasy points. Um, last game, he had a, a double double at 18 and 10 in 29 minutes. So he's getting the lion's share of those backup center minutes. Tristan Thompson is barely playing. Alex Len just came back, but he's. Sitting on the bench for the most part, um, Metu and Bagley are split in power forward minutes for the most part. Um, but yeah, I really like Damian Jones at 4K. It, his price tag's still too low, so I like paying up for the two top guys and uh, Jones down low at, at 4K is or yeah, 4K is where I like the most here. All right. Um, jumping on over to the next other side of the ball, the last team of the night. I'll give it to you, my friend. Uh, what are you looking at at the Lakers?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, le probable, as you say, <laughs> LeBron James <laughs> and uh, Russell Westbrook, especially with 80 still out. Um, and then I'm looking at Carmelo Anthony. Um, like I said, with Davis being out, I think Mel has been really the one, in my opinion at least, to really step up and give us value back in DFS. Um, and I think he could, he could do it again for us tonight, um, especially at 5K. And then Malik Monk, 5,100. Uh, he was their third best scorer last game out, and he'd gotten 15 to 20 points in the last three games. So I think he will get at least 30 more minutes tonight and maybe even have 12, 15 points a game or again tonight. Um, and then lastly, I'm looking at Avery Bradley. Uh, he's at 3,600. I would definitely check his status before putting him in your lineups for tonight. Um, but he started the last game and appears that his next train is is uh, not really bugging him, and I don't think it'll hold him out tonight. Um, And the last game out, he got almost 30 minutes and scored 14 points with four rebounds and even had one assist, and I think under 4,000, he's at least worth a look. Um, But who else are you looking at, Santino?
0: Yeah, and I like that. Um, I think you could look right at the top at LeBron and and Westbrook. LeBron had a down game in the last game, just a very poor uh, 51-point performance there. No, I'm just kidding. No, even at f- even 51 <laughs> or his poor games are over 50 points, which has been crazy. Uh, we get a little bit of a discount now with that. Now he's only 11 instead of 12K, which he was a couple games before that. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's going to bounce right back and get uh, a double-double a near triple-double possibly in this. Awesome, awesome matchup. So love LeBron here. Uh, Westbrook, if you don't want to spend all that money for LeBron, I think Westbrook is well within reach to get 50-plus points here as well. Um, Malik Monk at 5,100. I like him. I think he's a value play, uh, but I don't think the upside is crazy. So I don't see like 45-point upside from him at 51, but I think he can top 30. Uh, We do have a lot of people here in that same range that I like for higher upside. So I'm going to have more exposure to tournament in tournament play in cash game. I I do think Malik Monk is very safe. I don't think um, he's going to kill you. I don't, I I don't think the floor is, is rock bottom. I think the floor is probably 25 to 30 points of value, Uh, but I don't think his upside is too high. So I'll have more cash game in him, Uh, but I still like him. Uh, And that's probably it. I'm probably going to, even in a great matchup, I don't know how much exposure I'll have here. I think we have a lot of value uh, elsewhere that we don't have to to force it over here. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, man, that does it for our five-game slate. Uh, would you like to do player tiers before we head on out of here? Yeah, of course. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. And I will throw it over to you, my good friend. Uh, who is your favorite spend-up of the night?
1: I'm going to definitely have to agree with you, and I'm sorry if I'm taking them. Uh, but I'm gonna be looking at Sabonis, um, especially with LeVert out and with the next two big men, Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson out. I think he could really give us the best value and uh, have a great game tonight.
0: Yep, and I love it too. Uh, that was that is my favorite spend up of the night too, uh, Sabonis. But just to be different, I will go someone else here, um, <clears throat> and I will go with Freddie Van Vliet, nine k. A little, little cheaper. I was trying to do a little cheaper instead of going up to the probable. Um, 9K Van Vliet, I think that's a very solid price tag uh, and a really good matchup, especially if DeJounte Murray is out. That just opens an even better matchup uh, against the, the uh, Spurs there. But now let's jump on over to who is your favorite mid-tier play of
1: the night? Um, well, I don't want to take two, possibly two in a row from you. <laughs> I was going uh, to say... I was going to say Yaka Pirtle, but I think, like I said, I think Devonte Graham um, with Ingram missing, I think he could definitely give us some value with 6K. I mean, if he was higher, closer to 7K, I, I wouldn't be looking at him, but he's still, in my opinion, lower. Um, So I'd be going with him or possibly trying to get him in my lineup for 6K.
0: All right. I like it. Yeah. And I, I think there's a lot of good guys in this uh, mid-tier range. There's a lot of people that I like. Uh, I'm going to go. Someone very close to uh, as low. I'm going to go in the lower tier for this one. And let's look Uh, Jalen Smith. If the big guys, Aiton McGee are out again, which they are currently listed as out and has haven't cleared protocols, 5,500, even against J Val, uh, but J Val missed a couple games and it's the back end of a back to back. We'll see how many minutes he plays, but even if this guy doesn't play 30, which he has not in the last four, he's still crushing value here. So I I just really like him here um, to again, hit value. All right. Let's go to your favorite value play of
1: the night. Yeah. Um, we just talked about him, but I think I'm going to have to go with Avery Bradley, 3,600 again, check his status. But I think as long as he's under 4k, he could definitely help us out tonight. All right. I like it. Uh,
0: my favorite value play of the night. I think there's a few, like you, you mentioned a couple guys, uh, specifically you mentioned Dwayne Washington, Trey Jones. Um, I'm going to go with Vassal. I I don't think uh, with what's-his-name still questionable, Lonnie Walker, Dehante Murray still out. Uh, Vassal at 4400 is still priced too cheap. He played 41 minutes in the last one. Um, If he's going to see over 30 minutes with those two guys out again, there's just value to be had here at such a cheap price, so I, I like him as well. All right, man. That does it for our Tuesday, January 4th edition of DFS Today. Uh, before we head on out of here, is there anything else you want to throw
1: at us? No, I think I'm good. Good luck right. tonight, guys. And we definitely have a lot of value, so I'm excited. Yeah. it's For a five-game slate, there is a ton of value. And,
0: yeah, awesome. And that will do it for today's episode. Uh, do check out <clears throat> Sammy Caps's article. He has the uh, article out today, the DFS delivery on sports ethos and go check out all of our other podcasts there are tons and tons uh whether you like um talking just general nba fantasy about a specific team you name it you will find it but thank you guys again for tuning in we will catch you again next week and i believe mike and uh harris will be on tomorrow all right have a good one peace out guys